I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Sanchita Sharma. I'm the health and science editor with the Hindustan Times. Welcome to my podcast, Healthwise. Each episode will bring you up to speed with the top of the mind health, science, and environment issues. You'll hear experts who will help you better understand policy and decipher jargon so that you can make the choices that work best for you. Now that coronavirus disease seems to be here to stay, we're going to be wearing masks and washing our hands frequently for a very, very long time. So just what kind of masks should we wear? Are surgical masks enough? Do fabric masks work? Or do you need to buy commercial-grade masks to wear all the time? Or do you really need an N95 if you're stepping out of home? So there's a lot of confusion on what to choose, what exactly to wear when you're stepping out. So finally, we have new guidelines from WHO. Now, this is a big shift from its earlier position. And the WHO now says that everyone should wear a three-layer fabric or a non-medical mask in public to prevent the spread of coronavirus disease. Now, they've also said that people over 60 or those with health issues like hypertension, diabetes, asthma, and chronic uh, kidney disease should wear a medical mask in settings where social distancing cannot be achieved. What is social distancing? Well, you need to stay at least a meter away from other people, preferably two meters if you want to cut down on your risk of coronavirus disease. And what WHO has said is that others should wear a three-layer fabric mask that acts as a barrier for potentially infectious droplets that can infect others if you're close to somebody who has coronavirus disease. So what the WHO has said, and I quote, in light of evolving evidence, WHO advises the governments should encourage the general public to wear masks where there is widespread transmission and physical distancing is difficult, such as on public transport, in markets, in shops, and other confined or crowded environments. Based on this new research, WHO advises that fabric masks should consist of at least three layers of different material. So wearing masks in public is already compulsory or recommended in several countries, including India, Singapore, France, Spain, Germany, among others. Of course, in places like USA, it's not compulsory, but you still see some people wearing it. What the WHO said is that three-layer fabric mask should be made of an absorbent cotton material closest to the face, followed by a polyproline layer and then a synthetic layer on top facing away from your mouth, which is fluid resistant so that it can actually stop droplets from entering and contaminating the mask and reaching your nose and mouth from where you can inhale it and get infected. So the new advisory also tells you how to wear and discard a mask and how to reuse it after use because you can potentially get infected if you use contaminated hands to adjust a mask or if your mask is contaminated and you touch it so your hands get uh, infected or if you repeatedly take it off or put it on without cleaning your hands in between. And what I've also seen people do a lot is they readjust the mask because it doesn't fit their face properly 
So when you're touching it constantly, the chances of the mask in your hands getting contaminated is really, very high. Because wearing a mask is also a big danger of because it gives you a false sense of security. So you can it can lead you to neglect uh, other protective measures like hand hygiene, physical distancing. So if I feel a if I'm wearing a mask, I feel safer. I am more likely to go closer to a person when I'm speaking to that person than I would normally do if I'm not protected. So it's really important that if you're wearing a mask, even then you should keep at least one to two meters away, preferably two meters from the person nearest to you when you're out in public places. So the earlier WHO guidelines said that masks should just be worn by health workers, healthy people taking care of suspected or confirmed COVID cases and people who had symptoms, who were coughing and sneezing, had fever or had difficulty breathing. So the health agency was actually against the use of masks by the general public because they thought it would lead to shortages and deprive those who really need them. But now that we actually have homemade masks and surgical masks widely available, thanks to the whole Made in India campaign that started, uh, universal use, at least in India, is very easy because these masks are not overpriced anymore and they're easily available for everyone who wants them. So these new guidelines follow research commissioned by WHO, which found that wearing masks and keeping at least two meters away is the most effective way to stop the spread of COVID. But these interventions, if even when they're properly used and combined, so even if you're wearing the mask properly, you're hand, washing your hands every time you touch something, even then it does not offer complete protection from infection if used alone. So you have to do a whole bunch of things together like social distancing, wearing masks and washing hands to protect yourself against infection. So I spoke to some public health experts as well who said, of course, respirators, N95s and multi-layer masks are far more protective than single-layer masks. And they said information like this is really important because of the proliferation of homemade cloth masks that are available. There are several designs, but many of them are single-layered. So just having one layer of cloth over your face is not protection enough when it comes to a disease which is highly infectious like coronavirus disease. What public health experts say is that a well-designed cloth mask should have several layers, including a, one made of water-resistant fabric, multiple layers that uh, are separated from each other, and the mask should have a good facial fit. So you must need to use a mask that fits very closely over your face that, so that there are no leakages and air doesn't leak in through the sides so that you remain protected against coronavirus disease. As we can see, the numbers are rising every day. And now with people stepping out again, people going back to work, the pandemic is yet to peak and we need to adopt these protective behaviors. It's really crucial. It's very critical if you want for the spread of infection because wearing a mask, social distancing and frequent hand washing, I can't repeat myself enough, is incredibly important and you actually need social policing to ensure that people are compliant and people do not break the rules because they're not just risking their health, they're risking the health of people, their, uh, other people around them, their families, their friends, and everyone they come in close contact with. So the current evidence on COVID transmission still indicates that it's spread by respiratory droplets, especially people who are infected and who have symptoms. Uh, people, when they cough and sneeze, uh, it, it can enter and infect you through your eyes, nose, mouth, which is why it's really important to cover your nose and mouth. And if you wear glasses or have a have eye shield, that helps also. 
It can also infect indirectly by touching contaminated surfaces. Uh, but there's also evidence that it spreads through aerosols, which are tiny droplets which are suspended in the air in certain conditions. So uh, it, it's really important to stick to uh, wearing masks all the time whenever you're in company. Is it still possible to stop coronavirus spread? Well, China has shown us that it did manage to contain the disease and uh, they have uh, ended it in uh, Wuhan, which was the epicenter of the epidemic. But unlike China, we are a democracy. Uh, people choose to do what they want to do. So which is why the ownership is with the communities. The ownership is with each one of us. And uh, the, what the government, of course, needs to do is to test more, to find, isolate uh, and care for every case, ensure that everyone who needs treatment gets a bed, and to also trace and quarantine every close contact of an infected person to ensure that they do not spread the disease to other people. Because really, testing, containing, and treatment is the only defense against coronavirus disease at the moment. That's all for now. You'll get more updates about coronavirus disease next week. If you still have any queries or would like me to cover a certain health topic, do feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at sanchex, that is at S-A-N-C-H-X, or at HT Smartcast. We are available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. Until next time, goodbye. Hi, I'm HT Smartcast, and I hope... You're safe and well. The next episode is about to begin. But just a small message of solidarity before that. In difficult times like these, living in isolation isn't going to be easy. But what if working from home, our own comfort zones, helps us discover new ways of being? What if this calm, this rest, it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply. While that happens, you can find me at htsmartcast.com, connecting you to the world of comedy, culture, motivation, news. You know, just in case you need some smart company. Thanks for listening. Take care. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.